Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Do not take your first online Tantra class after a workout because you may be sweaty and uh, not mentally there. We took our first uh, Tantra class and online, and so we just wanted to share our thoughts and revelations. Okay, first, why, Vanessa, are we doing this? Why are we doing the Tantra class? Yeah, uh, like why, why even... Curiosity, uh, deepening our understanding of sexuality and each other's pleasure. Um, I think just like next leveling. Yeah. So for me, uh, sex has always been um, the stuff in locker rooms. Sex has always been about the um, the finish. Uh, sex has been aggressive. Sex has been, you know, predictable. And so I wanted to um, explore Tantra because I think it could, uh, like Vanessa says, it could deepen your relationship. Uh, it's something new. It's different. I think it, it's also challenging in that um, you're 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 rewiring yourself. Um, you're doing something that may feel unnatural, but the truth is, this is more natural than the other stuff. And um, part of it is is connection. Part of it is my own self challenge. Yeah, I think that like. I mean, I guess I would say socially, we're trained to equate sex with finishing. Um, and I think one of the things that the practitioner spoke to is during some of the exercises, especially for women, um, that there's no performing. So you don't make noises, you don't, you know, um, and the same for men, right? The performance of feeling like they need to stay hard or they well, need to well, whatever. Well, you can do whatever you want. You, you can, can do make whatever noises. you want, but she actually specifically said to not perform, right? right? right. To just be in your body right. and enjoying the experience rather than worrying about performing. And I think that for many women, performative sex is the only sex we know. Yeah. Um, you know, because we've been taught that the most important thing in sex is to make sure that our partner is turned on. And so I think even just hearing that, it was a little bit of like, a, I mean, it's like you know it logically, but it was a little bit of a relief to have her be like, no, 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 this is actually part of the process or part of the practice um, is to just enjoy this this massage or this whatever exercise you're doing. Yeah, and then there's this thing for men where um, if your partner isn't turned on, you feel uh, less of a man. Mm -hmm. So the men feeling pressured to... Uh, make his um, partner finish. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, this came because I was, I've been curious about this for, for months, uh, maybe even years, but I did a po podcast with someone and uh, he was saying that uh, his relationship with Tantra, Tantra sex has been amazing in that it takes you to a whole, like a spiritual level, level and that's what I'm really curious about. Um, two people connecting and hitting higher notes, right? And so tantric, uh, tantra, tantric sex, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not just about not finishing. It's not about, you know, six hours of what Sting does, right? It's about breath. It's about um, presence. presence. It's about eye gazing. It's almost like um, 
slowing things down and being mindful and being present, right? Mm-hmm. As kind of the foundation. And of course, there's tons of techniques and stuff that we haven't gotten into. We just did day one. Um, but I wanted to share with you real quick uh, some of the things that we did, uh, exercises that I thought were interesting. And we did this via Zoom. One of them is to start with active listening, which is interesting because that's a, a therapy thing, is just to sit in front of your partner and say, hey, how are you feeling? Your partner says uh, the three things that he or she is feeling. And then what you do is you validate that. You say, here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that you're feeling a little tired or you're feeling excited or you're feeling you know, anxious, an- anxious or, or whatever. Sore from your workout, whatever it is that comes up. Yeah, and what that does is that just um, instantly feels um, – Two people feel heard, mm-hmm. and so it's just going to soil. It's going to what? It, it's soil. Oh, it's soil. Is it going to soil? It's, like, it's going to soil the whole experience. Who's soiling what? Um, this is not – no one's peeing on anyone. Okay. <laughs> I don't think peeing no. is not okay. soiling. <laughs> so, so we start with that, and then uh, she was having us practice different touches. And, of course, this is on Zoom, so it's above the pants. It's yeah. above the waistline. Yeah. And uh, – blowing um gently touching someone but also you could also grab so all the different types of touching it's elemental and it's attached to the chakra system right right so like root chakra is earth which is like very firm very grounding touching right and then you would move up the chakra system yes yeah, so breath different forms of touching so touching isn't just grabbing or friction or aggressive, but you could explore the different types of touching, being mm-hmm. patient with that. And then your partner tells you what he or she uh, likes, like what's your favorite, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, my favorite was um, being punched in the face. <laughs> I really like that. Being, <laughs> you know, my, choked. being choked. My favorite was the um, kind of grabbing firmly. Uh, I liked her blowing on me, although not in my ears, but it felt nice, uh, you know, on my hand, shoulders, that kind of thing. And I liked the... Um, uh, what what I call the or what she called the water like water like running your hands over someone's body as if it's like water. Those are my favorite. Vanessa's were was different. What I thought was most interesting and not as interesting for you people listening to know what my favorite is, but I thought what was more interesting is that John and I had opposite favorites. Yeah. So and just like love languages, and we talk about this a lot and in our book usually whatever our love language that we receive in is how we just like assume that the other person wants to receive love, right? So it felt very similar to that. So your favorite was the more firm root chakra based, you know, um, rubbing, Mm -hmm. touching. And mine was what she called metal or like ladybugs. So you can picture kind of like your fingers, like um, kind of creeping up somebody's arm or across your head or your face. And you didn't like that. And I didn't really like the firm touch right and so what i was saying is that i imagine that we give to each other in the way that we also like to get and just like love language it makes me go oh if i know you like that even though i don't like that i should be more mindful to give you the touch that you like the way that you like it yeah and also uh the homework was to express your partner what you like and what you want more of yeah you know and then um we ended with homework and the homework was Mm-hmm. This Something is totally unattainable for yeah, people who have two and a half year olds. Which is a three-hour session, a three-hour three hour date, date night, night. Uh, which is not possible for us. 
We could do an hour, right? But three hours. We might be able to do two well, if we could do, goes to bed on we time. We could do three hours if we get a uh, um, overnight babysitter and we go get a hotel or do a staycation, of yeah. course. But um, three hours is a long time. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a three-hour starting with breath, starting with the how you feel, and then um, we each give each other a one-hour massage. Mm-hmm. using all the different types of touches, right? Mm-hmm. So being curious, not your same, you know, stroking or whatever. Or a massage that has an end point. Right. So the massage, there's no intention to finish, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's just exploration for an hour. And then, and you're starting on your, uh, you're, you're starting face down as your partner massages you. Um, and then you do it to your partner. So, right. So that's two hours. And the point is, um, you're not really supposed to finish, but you also don't want to, um, if, if a partner does want to finish, it's okay. You don't shame the partner, right? You don't say, Hey, you failed. This isn't what you were supposed to do. Um, you celebrate it and it's okay. And if the other person doesn't want to finish, you also celebrate that. So it's really about love where you're at. Yeah. It's really about, um, being love and caring and, um, whatever you challenge yourself with, it's okay. So if you're so turned on that you want to finish, it, you're not a failure because you wanted to finish, right? Um, then you finish. And uh, is it – so then does a partner help? I'm assuming yes, or do you just go take care of it by yourself? Mm, that's a good question. I don't think we asked her that specifically. Well, she said the, the partners – you guys should celebrate each other's wishes, whatever they are, and it should come from um, love, yeah, but I don't know if celebrating each other's wishes is the same as then doing what they want you to do. I don't know. We have to ask her that question, honestly. What well, like? I got the impression that if someone wants to finish, then, of course, you help them finish. And if they don't want to finish, then you respect that as well. Um, so it's a together thing, not mm-hmm. a, okay, go take care of that by yourself kind of thing. And that's it. So that that's our first um, day of Tantra 101. And... It, there's, I mean, she was saying there's, there's like you could learn a full day of just like techniques and of course tons massages of different things, massages and, and, and uh, um, the the or, orgasmic techniques and breath breath work and all that. So it's 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 a ton of information, but um, it was good. I learned a lot. I learned a lot, and I'm um, I'm I'm assuming we're gonna do this homework not for three hours, maybe for one hour, and uh, we will keep you updated on our findings. Real quick, as as we end, um, when I was doing this, I was thinking about the dates that I've had in the past where, um, like, I've never really had a one-night stand, but the dates that I've had where I was intimate with someone and it was the complete opposite of being present, mindful, and going slow, but it was just um, kind of, like, aggressive and fast. Like a race to the finish. Yeah, and I, and I know one in one of my my um experiences i think she was taken aback and also i think she was performing for me mm-hmm. and um i don't it just gave me new lenses going back to those experiences you know what i'm saying like have you had an experience like that on a date where people weren't present or or maybe I mean. with <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm just saying, not 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 in relationships, because of course no, in mean, relationships course, that happens. But, but I'm talking about like 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 you know, you meet someone and it only lasts a week or two, and you guys get intimate, and it's 
Well, yeah, but I mean, I've also, I mean, we talked about this, but like I was single in my 20s in New York, so I've had a handful of one night stands and it's... Did you enjoy them? Uh, I think at the time I felt like I enjoyed it. If you asked me who I am now, if I enjoyed it, I think what I prefer now is different than then. So I think I, I had a lot less awareness back then where I was definitely performing um, and I wasn't really having my needs met other than just the need of like validation of like, I took this hot guy home. Yeah. Um, so like ego validation, but I don't know that like sexual validation or appreciation was a part of that. I mean, is it at 23? It can be, but I doubt for most. Um, but there's also, I guess, a time and place for that too. If it's, mm-hmm. you know, like exciting and you take someone home and it's fast and aggressive. Yeah, and it's like rip your clothes, clothes off. off. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, like, there, it, it, it definitely was fun. I mean, I don't regret any of it yeah. at all, but... Um, it wasn't this kind of experience, but also I wouldn't have wanted it to be this kind of experience because those are the kind of people I wouldn't have wanted to really be present with right. because this I didn't actually, even know them. This can be very intimate. Yeah. So um, when you are eye gazing or you know blowing on someone's hand or massaging someone for an hour, to me that's more intimate than intercourse. Yeah. Or it can be for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Be well. A hey, uh, quick. I don't know where to talk, but uh, encouraging uh, you, um, whether you're single or not, to explore your own um, sexuality patterns, stretch, and uh, just try something different. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordeaux, Lumia Coach Training, and it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.